Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, John. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I have gotten several hotline calls recently about buyer letters. And when I messaged you, you had a great response for when you want to sell your house. Why don't you tell our listeners what you want to do if you get buyer letters? So I want buyer letters, but I don't care about the content. I only care about the way that they're written. And I believe I said bad writing is not a protected class. Um, so I can I can choose not to uh, to sell to someone if they don't put commas in the right place. Right. And that is the uh, lawyer in both of us coming out because I thought that was the best response ever. So. Right. Actually, I'm just kidding. I want someone to pay me the most money. I don't care how you write in reality. Uh, but that That's very true. But for some people, they are writing these letters because maybe they can't pay top dollar. So um, that's today's topic. That is. So we covered buyer letters a little bit back in January of 2019. Well, we've seen another surge in questions about them, so we thought we'd have another discussion about them and whether they are or are not a violation of fair housing. You could say that this is a postscript to episode 86, to all the houses I've loved before. In a really hot market where buyers are putting offers in on six, eight, even 10 houses before their offer is accepted, they and their agents may start to look for other, more creative ways to make an offer stand out. Even if the buyer has an unlimited or just very high spending limit, I'd like to become their new best friend. Right. Um, but also there are still limits on what someone is willing to offer for a particular house. So how else can a buyer stand out in a seller's market? So many buyers and their agents turn to what's known as a buyer's letter. And that's a document where the buyer writes to the seller in the hopes of convincing the seller that even though their offer might not be the best financially, they should still be selected. We've received several calls recently on the legal hotline asking about the legality of these letters, what's in them, and that kind of thing. First, it's important to note that there's nothing in the law that prohibits a buyer from writing a letter. After all, it is the buyer that fair housing is protecting in the situation by prohibiting a seller from discriminating. But while there's nothing in the law that stops a buyer from writing a letter, a seller could find themselves in hot water based on reading them. That's right. So if a buyer letter reveals something about the buyer that indicates they are in a protected class and the seller does not select that offer, then they could find themselves the seller facing a fair housing complaint. Now, keep in mind that the listing agent must deliver the offer exactly as it's presented. This means including any letters unless they've had a conversation with the seller in advance and the seller has instructed the listing agent not to present these offers with the letters. Just the letter part. Still present the whole offer, but just keep the letter back. Right, exactly. So even if the seller is willing to accept letters, the buyer should avoid including anything that would indicate their status in a particular protected class for a few reasons. The biggest one being that unless you know the seller and what their biases are, by revealing information about yourself, you may spark the wrong feelings in the seller and actually hurt your offer. And chances are, if you know enough about the seller to know what their biases are, you might know them well enough that they're going to pick you just based on your name. Um, But so let's talk about what types of things that the buyer should include in a letter. You want to focus on the house or the property. Big windows with lots of sunlight, the great back patio for hosting barbecues, the proximity to your job and thus a much shorter commute, 
or you can include things that might have been highlighted in the advertisements that were part of what drew you to this property. Like, as art buffs, we look forward to being able to enjoy the local museum. Or, as someone who could star in Worst Cooks in America, I'm really excited to have so many restaurants within walking distance. Buyers should avoid talking about raising a family in the house, or even how something about it reminds them of their childhood in a foreign country. While these may be true, they're clearly giving away a potential protected class, familial status, or national origin. And they may or may not have the desired result from the seller. While it may seem like nothing but risk for the seller to read a buyer letters, some sellers may insist on receiving and reading the letters. Not all sellers are solely motivated by money. If this was the seller's first house, or a house that they've lived in for a long time, they be, may be more interested in another person or family moving in that will love it as much as they do, rather than selling to a flipper who will gut it and sell it again, or to a developer who will tear the house down entirely and put up something more modern. And both of those situations are perfectly fine. There's nothing that protects flippers or developers, so a seller could pick someone who is going to appreciate the retro kitchen they painstakingly restored or the lush garden they have spent countless hours cultivating over the years. All right, John, let's go to the legal hotline. As a listing agent, do I have to provide the seller with copies of any buyer letters we receive? Yes, unless your seller has told you in advance, in writing, that they do not want copies of letters, you must provide them with the entire offer as received. All right, Laura, is it a violation of fair housing to include a photo of the buyers with their offer or letter? No, but for the seller, it increases their risk of a fair housing violation even more because now they have a picture of what the buyer looks like. All right, John, as a buyer agent, should I tell my buyers just not to write a letter at all? Not necessarily. You do want to talk to your buyers about both the benefits and the risks of writing a letter to the seller. You should also talk to them about what the protected classes are under fair housing and how revealing their status could potentially impact their offer. All right, Laura. If my buyer writes a letter, should I review it to see if it reveals too much about them? No. If you've had a conversation with your buyers about the risks and benefits of a letter and talk to them about the protected classes, you do not have an obligation to review or edit their letter. You also want to be careful if you decide to review the letter and edit it, and then you miss something, that could be very problematic. All right, John, let's talk about a couple ways that our members can limit their risk. So first, as a listing agent, Talk to your sellers about the advantages and disadvantages of reviewing buyer letters. Come up with a plan for what they will receive and when, and whether they're going to review letters at all or not. Buyer agents, talk to your buyers about the benefits and the risks of writing letters and including different information. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney license to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing.
the information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2020. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.